Now is time. It is time for Hake, I think. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time, 9 o'clock in the morning, just after at 9. Thursday, March 2nd, 2023 A.D. here in Los Angeles. And we're going to have a fun loosey-goosey Thursday show. Lots of people already on the on hold to uh, talk to Hake, have some stories about, by the way, happy Women's History Month. <laughs> yes, Hake cherishes women for Women's History Month, just like our greatest president. But there is some degenerate crap, sorry kids, adults, shoved down everyone's throat. Rachel Levine and his fake hate crimes bills. Florida's free speech is gone. Terrible. So going to cover those several several news clips about the Florida anti-Semitism bill. I'm like a month late or so, (laughs) but it's okay. We still cover it. Globo homo NATO and Finland is trying to join there. Black Lives Matter getting reparations from... New York City, because of the police uh, kettling them or something like that. Taiwan's trying to join China. Or no, they're trying not to join China. <laughs> I don't know. They're trying to get away from China, which owns them. They're a free and independent country, Hake. All that <clears throat> and your calls, if you would like to call in. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show. One, two. guys doing i am fine let me make sure that the audio feed is going on nice i like to make sure that we're going on odyssey o-d-y-s-e-e dot com slash at the hake report i'm live on multiple platforms including rumble the hake report on rumble what's up flo shinsky nice to see you guys uh is are anybody over there on the facebook crew the facebook crew has been active past Two, three plus days. That's nice. Uh, D Live was acting funny a couple of days ago, but I think we're we're doing fine. I think Hake has been fine on D Live all three days or four days of this week. Of this week, Hey guys assumes gender Hake. That's a yesterday term. I know, but guys means guys and gals. Did you know that? <laughs> That's how I grew up to know. I am wearing my never, 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 never. Well, it's a JLP t-shirt. Ever, 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 ever. Never. Ever. But never. Ever. Never, never, never. Tell a woman your problems. Good advice from Jesse Lee Peterson. You can get yours by going to rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. Let me jump right to... um, This story, before I get to calls, guys, this, as I said, 
and cover your ears, kids. Degenerate curb app shoved down everyone's throats. You can uncover your ears, I think. Actually, you might want to cover your eyes for this. And ears, if you don't like hearing a, a transgender voice. But we, we love the transgenders. Shout out to the transgenders. It is Women's History Month. Women, your history. Now, out with the old, in with the new. And this guy's kind of old. This is from Scarlet for Kids. And I saw this tweet a few days ago or so. Rachel Levine, a biological man, I disavow, who identifies as a woman, openly validates Charlie Kirk, based Charlie Kirk, his assessment of woke neoliberalism. And I'm going to play clip 12 shortly here, Hassan. First, you have to tolerate it, says Charlie Kirk, which is the tolerance camp, was the tolerance campaign. And then you must accept it and then celebrate it. And the final stage is participation. You must participate. Notice how this Rachel Levine guy, gal, guy means gal, (laughs) guy, female-minded liberal male, who's part of the Sleepy Joe Biden administration, right? He appointed him, he appointed it, that thing, that thing over there. Again, you're going to want to cover your eyes to something, right? Health? Something like that? Somehow to military something health? I don't know. Notice how Levine goes through these stages but omits the final stage of the indoctrination process to participation. Yeah, I mean, making the Christians bake the gay cakes and trying to force the pastors to conduct wedding ceremonies maybe someday. Who knows? Um, and gather the bouquet of gay flowers or whatever. Transgender flowers. Um, transgender celebration cake. Perhaps because they aren't willing to openly demand it that we serve our children on a platter to crazy people. And she split an infinitive. Scarlet for kids is a nice gal, I think. I'm not going to celebrate you, Rachel. Not now, not ever. And that's Rachel Levine, which is not his real born name. He was born him. Well... Cover your eyes and ears. Here it is. To the perpetuators of these (laughs) and the perpetrators of these actions, if your apologies are sincere, then I accept your apologies. I don't know what actions. But an apology is the beginning, not the end, of the conversation. I call on you. I call on you and all Pennsylvanians to work towards a spirit of not just tolerance, but a spirit of acceptance and welcoming towards LGBTQ individuals. We all need to foster that spirit of acceptance and welcoming to LGBTQ individuals and celebrate the wonderful diversity of our Commonwealth. Our children are watching... So wonderful. Yes, our children are watching. I have no idea what the context was. I don't know when this was or where it was or who she's ad- he's, he's addressing. <laughs> Female-minded liberal male. Uh, but that's what, they're, that's what he's pushing. Terrible. Thanks a lot, Sleepy Joe Biden. It's a Pennsylvania something management agency. Scarlet Four Kids followed up with a tweet saying, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and celebrate this instead. Instead of that, Tennessee House Republicans on Thursday, this was maybe a week or so ago, maybe a month, who knows, overwhelmingly passed a ban on gender transition health care, quote-unquote health care, 
<laughs> what a what a silly thing for quote unquote minors, which will require transgender children, no such thing, to end their current medical treatment by March 2024. And it's an article in the Tennessean. Tennessee legislature passes a ban on gender transition health care for minors. Shout out to the beautiful South. Beautiful South. The way out of this nightmare is going to be massive litigation, says Scarlet for Kids, who probably shouldn't worry her pretty little head about this quite so much. Because I don't think massive litigation is the way out of this mess. Sue everyone who participated in building this dystopian island of Dr. Moreau. I'm not familiar with that reference very well. Perhaps some of you more edumacated people can enlighten me on the island of Dr. Moreau. I, Moreau? Moreau. Moreau. I've heard the term before, but I don't know. People who receive the treatments as minors would also be able to sue parents, guardians, and physicians for authorizing the quote-unquote care. In the future, let's add therapists in school districts, those who become co-conspirators in a child's social and medical transitioning, particularly those who undermine parental rights and liberated children from their parents and families. Yeah, it is an evil thing that she's fight that this she, the real she, Scarlet Four Kids, is fighting against. Is fighting against evil, but <sighs> ladies, Scarlet Johnson is Scarlet for Kids, political scientist. That's a communist buzzword, but she doesn't realize it probably. Mom of five. Daughter of a Marine Corps veteran and a proud Latina. Leader of the Mama Bears. Is that part of the Big Bear people? I doubt it. School board candidate. This is our time for choosing. Moms for Liberty, W-I, short for Wisconsin, perhaps, dot com. Huh. So she's an active uh, Twitter busybody person. But, and I call her busybody. I know that's kind of a nut. It's not a... Ha- a nice thing to say, but it's, in my opinion, it's true. These ladies, they worry their pretty little heads too much about it. They don't fight like men. Island of Moreau, Dr. Moreau, says Will Cole, is a book and a movie about Marlon Brando making human-animal hybrids. <laughs> Whoa. Shout out to Marlon Brando. Is Marlon Brando quickly down under? Do you know, Hassan? That's a movie? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay. I know I, he's the godfather, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. No, I'm confusing him with somebody else then. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. He's part Indian. American Indian, I think. Marlon Brando? Yeah. Maybe. Because he had some woman, some little Indian girl, cute little, pretty little Indian girl, go up and, oh, here it is, <laughs> uh, accept an Oscar or reject an Oscar or something like that. Sachin Sachin Littlefeather refuses to accept the best actor Oscar back in what year? I forget. 1973? On behalf of Marlon Brando for his performance in The Godfather in the 45th Annual Academy Awards. I do remember that. Vaguely remember that, yeah. Yeah. Because I guess he's part American Indian. Nice. I guess. So he was a little activist, a little liberal. (sighs) Whatever. Uh, Sean says, The Island of Dr. Moreau is an 1896 science fiction novel by H.G. Wells, per Wikipedia. Very reliable source, even though they're liberals. Edwin Prendick, 
A shipwrecked man rescued by a passing boat is left on the island home of Dr. Moreau. Moreau? A mad scientist who creates human-like hybrid beings from animals via vivisection. Yikes. Thank you, Sean. Nice. People referred to Sean as my new producer. <laughs> I will be getting to your Super Chats, guys. Yeah, it's, it's sick stuff they're doing. That lady is a white woman, Floshinsky says, about uh, Scarlett Johnson over there in uh, Wisconsin, I guess. We're right on for pointing that out, Scarlett Johnson, but we need men in charge of this stuff. I'm going to cover Florida and a very effeminate culture is under attack and also attacking the rights in overreaction to to their attack. And they're attacking the rights of the whites. What a shame. Terrible. Two devils fighting, right? What a mess. I will cover that anti-Semitism hate crimes bill extensively, I promise. Do I break my promises? Probably. But first, let me get to a call or two, guys. Let me get to Denny in Bulgaria on the line. Denny, thank you for calling and holding. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Mr. Hicks. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Glad to hear. Mr. Hicks, I was watching Mr. Peterson's program today, and he was talking. I didn't know you had that program over there about the student loan forgiveness. Oh, yeah. And if that happens, uh, keep in mind that I don't want to insult anyone, but you are walking on the footsteps of the now fallen Soviet Union. Because that happened uh, over there and in every Soviet republic, Bulgaria included. That generation that received those benefits, quote-unquote benefits, was the most miserable generation ever. Wow. And this is my parents' generation. Because right now, imagine you're 40 years old and you have a 25-year-old colleague who went through a college and now you basically paid his his college education. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't be happy about that. Especially if that but college this, education this, this, was worthless, which it most... Uh, yes. Actually, it's worse than worthless. You know, it's destructive, because these people are... No, even if, it's, even if it wasn't worthless. Right. You still paid for it. Yeah. For your taxes. Yeah. See, the thing is that things are getting more expensive day by day. So not only your generation is going to pay it, but the generation that comes after and as I said, that was the generation of my parents. So that generation that received those benefits was absolutely hated by the previous and by the next. So those 25-year-old, then 25-year-old young men and women who received those benefits had the following 50 years of pure hell every day. How Absolute so? humiliation. Well, I'm not happy that I have to pay somebody's education for my taxes today, somebody I don't know. Right. So normally when you're at the workplace, you're not very nice to those people. Oh, yeah. The generation that was before them wasn't happy with them either. So you're between the, the two generations that doesn't want you to be around them. Yes, yeah. you are. So, And this is, imagine having to spend the next 50 years 
with constant humiliation and constant reminders of that thing. You shut your mouth because I paid this and that on your behalf. And this is for 50 years. 50 years is a long period. Yeah. The children that they created are bitter and angry just because of the because it's impossible to to live a life and 10 hours out of the day to be constantly humiliated and reminded of that. And that, uh, people that didn't receive those benefits suffered as well from their generation. So imagine this, and this is an absolute horror. And, and I'm telling you this because I'm a living witness. That I have, I had colleagues that were from the generation of my parents. I wasn't nice to them at all. I had no reason to be. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not nice in general, but uh, you know, you know I, I wasn't nice to them especially. And right. it wasn't only me. And, and this is all the time. Just imagine you being a 25-year-old man or a 25-year-old woman dating person in your age range, right? And facing this daily. Yeah. Being hit by the previous. And but I really hope you don't have to deal with it because that generation is crippled. And when you cripple a generation, the chances that the next will be fine are getting lower. So I really hope from from social point of view that you do not make that mistake because it's it's going it, it's a very dangerous thing. It's nothing to play with. Yeah, it's simply dangerous. I was not aware that uh, the Soviets or the communists, the Russia types, Russian communists back in the day, did a did like a student loan forgiveness thing. We're going they down the same trail. They, well, they had to do it because they were going to face a rebellion otherwise. People were angry, people were messed up. Yeah. And keep in mind, Slavic people were messed up in general. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, that, you that only added up. So, uh, when they did that to appeal to a certain generation, they made two generations angry. Yeah. And, you know, partially that's, that's one of the reasons why the Soviet Union fell. But, um, um, I really hope you don't have to face this because it's not going to end well. And I don't care if uh, if this is Bulgaria, Russia, U.S., China, it doesn't matter. People are people, and nobody will be happy to do something like that. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, this will not end well. I was a very, very young man when my father told me that the most expensive thing on the planet is the free thing. If it's free, it will cost you dearly. If you pay for it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You, you pay for it and call it a day. But if it's free, you have to be very aware of your surroundings. That so is interesting, man. I wanted, I wanted to highlight that. With that said, Mr. Hake, I'd like to wish you kind regards to you and your listeners. All the best, and God be with you, sir. Thank you, Denny. Deep call. Take care, man. Bye. Bye. Denny in Bulgaria. He's right. It makes me think of the, um, you know, like the trying to bring us all together, this integration stuff, reconstruction that they did after the so-called Civil War, the, the attack on the South, not allowing them to leave the Union peacefully like they were trying to, like they had a right to. Um Reminds me of the integration, the forced anti-segregation moves. 
Reminds me of these anti-hate crimes bills. People are just spoiled and divided. Anytime you do something for people who were quote-unquote wronged, but they got themselves into it. The students, granted, they were young, dumb suckers. Their parents maybe weren't looking out for them either. And they got into all these loans, and then they can't afford to pay back their loans. So they have these student loan debt forgiveness things. And I'm not, I don't know, there's people who are for it, for this debt forgiveness thing, like, I think Cernovich is for it. Because people get legitimately, uh, I don't want to say the word, <laughs> gypped. And their so-called education is not worth anything anyway. And I've heard guys like Fox, Vox Day say that you get rid of that, that's deflation. Deflation. It doesn't add to the inflation, according to him, Vox Day, who knows stuff. He's a smart guy. Um, but still, like Denny said, it's, it's a communist thing. And communism is like having mercy on people when they don't deserve it, giving people free stuff to control them. And it's controlling the people. Criminals get free stuff in America, says five NL guys on one, which, who's, <laughs> whose username I disavow. It just breeds more resentment. Look at all these hate crimes things. It just makes people want uh, whites to be charged with hate crimes anytime there's a, there's a white on black or white on, on Christian on non on anti-christian supposed attack and it just divide and conquer what a mess it's not unifying it's like mama forcing people to get along whereas dad says you separate <laughs> or i don't know if it's like exactly like that but it's kind of similar terrible it's counterproductive Oh, hate crimes legislation because we don't tolerate hate. But you're spreading hate and resentment and cause increasing more resentment because you're pushing, putting out injustice, overcompensating for wrongdoing with more wrong. Dumb. Ridiculous. Stupid. Sorry, kids. Not sorry, but don't, don't say that too much, even though I made it sound so cool when I said it. Um, ridiculous. Terrible. Let me get to Connor in New Jersey on the line here. Connor, thanks for calling and holding. How you doing, man? Hey, what's going on? Hey, can you hear me all right? I can hear you fine. Thank you. All right, awesome. Um, just, you know, I, I wanted to call in and say, hey, how's it going? Uh, I found out about you through Jesse Lee Peterson. I found out about him a month ago when watching the Uncle Tom documentaries. I really didn't know much about him, but uh, I saw you on the show. Nice. I see that you do more of the current events side of his show when when he does his his block. In the right. Yeah. Um, so you're, you know, I'll, I'll respect that, and I, I'll ask you like, uh, you know, more related to that stuff. But if you want to discuss the Bible later on, if we have time, that's cool. Um, but my question I want to ask you was like, uh, since you started watching like ten years ago, when did you meet Jesse Lee Peterson, and you know what was that experience like? Uh, can you walk me through? Like, was there any funny moments or stuff like that? You know, what was your first impression of him? Uh, I met him about f- fifteen years ago or sixteen years ago in February oh, okay. f- February two thousand seven. 
because I heard wow. about him through like word of mouth about his church, actually, because I was never into okay. politics or current events. Well, I was somewhat into it a little bit, but not really. And then I started listening to his show. I was coming to his church regularly, and um, I liked how he and other men in the church who were running the church, right. running the show, were direct, honest, um, holding you responsible for your own issues, saying, mm. given hope that you can overcome, you don't have to continue to sin and, and be a messed up phony Christian. And right. Not like these progressive Christians that you see today where it's like, oh yeah, we accept everybody, even if you sin. Well, even the conser- <laughs> even this, the conservative Christians, which is where I grew up, what I grew up in, uh, mm-hmm. were like, oh, you continue to sin even after, even forever. And I didn't buy that. It's not what the Bible says. And it didn't seem Wait, right. like that because you're a human that like you... Right. Like, yeah, they say that type of stuff. You're human, which is not even in the Bible. <laughs> it's not in the right. Bible that you're man, just human, that you're like, only we're descendants human. of Adam, so like we're descendants of man, not human. I, I guess right. No, it's yeah. nobody's perfect thing. That's That's not in the Bible. Uh, mm-hmm. so, and nobody can be perfect. You're going to sin till you die. So I thought that that was a cop out. And so I appreciated bond and JLP. And well, I can relate with you on that because, um, I, I come from a Roman Catholic background. Okay. And, uh, very interesting upbringing. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't agree with a lot of stuff that the church was teaching. I did love the teachings of Christ, you know, the stuff that I was reading in the Bible, Yeah. but I would notice that my, my, priests and my my religion teachers they would all say different things from each other they had different interpretations wow and i would notice that early on i would criticize them i would i would say well why are you saying this and then father john saying that yeah so what that actually ended up doing to me was it it stirred me up inside and it made me want to become an atheist because i was like how are all these people saying different things interesting man. so what ended up happening was i was so focused on what people were doing i wasn't focused on my relationship with god I allowed that to distract me from my actual connection with them. Yeah. And I ended up walking away. But now as I've gotten older, I went through the pandemic. I started to appreciate God's creation. I, I found my way back in my own way, non-denominationally. Yeah. But, you know, I, I listen to you and Jesse, and I think you guys, you know, sometimes you, you guys say stuff that I resonate with, and I, I appreciate that. And I'm glad that you guys are serving good in your own way. And, you know, we all do in our day-to-day life, like Jesse said, it's one step at a time. Right. You know, you don't have to try to be like Jesus, but you can learn from his teachings, right? Yeah, you're trying to be like your imagination of what Jesus would be, which is not, usually falls way short and out of, way out. Yeah, no, you got to read the book. (laughs) You you can't just make stuff up, I agree. Yeah, and even people who read the book will, like, take something that it says and misinterpret it or... Or, sure. you know, like Satan will feed you different things in your imagination. Well, that's what happens when people try to speed read the Bible from like Genesis to Revelation. They want to <laughs> just get through it as quickly as possible. They don't stop and say, okay, I'm going to study Genesis or I'm going to study uh, Exodus or like take their time actually reading it chronologically. And I think that was my mistake growing up, too, is I was just throwing like books of the Bible, not having the chronological understanding of the events before and all that. So it's really lot. easy to twist the word in that way. Yeah. Even the people who, like, study it, I mean, people, you look at most Christians, a lot of Christians study it closely, and then they still come up with 
all kinds of crazy rationalizations for continuing to sin and stuff like that. True. And it's not something you do on your own. I mean, that's why they say uh, right. two lines are stronger than one. You, you, it's What's a great thing to do is try to have groups of people, and not always people who agree with you. You should have people who are willing to challenge your interpretation, because your interpretation might just be yours. It may not be what the Bible's actually trying to say. So that's why, you know, even though I don't always agree with Jesse or you on stuff, I mean, it's very rare I disagree with you. Yeah. But it's important that I hear outside sources, because I can't just trust my own interpretation. It's God's trying to speak to all of us, and it's up to all of us to try to hold the the true interpretation, or the truth accountable, right, in the Word. Yeah. But, you know, so I'm not trying to ramble on you if you want to talk. You're uh, naturally more like... A, no, you're fine. You're naturally more of an intellectual, huh? Uh, yeah, I didn't fit in with kids growing up. Uh, I got picked on a lot for, you know, trying to be a Christian. And that's Catholic even... school, oddly enough. Even in Catholic school, isn't that funny? <laughs> I got picked on a lot. I was surrounded by a lot of mean kids, and I just, I would turn the other cheek. I, I didn't want to hurt other people. I, I knew what I was trying to do. I was trying to be close with God and Jesus. I wasn't trying to allow wickedness in my heart. Yeah. But, you know, no, you it, were serious it, it, it about it. When you, when when you're a child, though, it's hard, you know, because you don't. Right. You're trying to take in these teachings, and you don't have the, the strength of a, an adult believer. You know, when you're baptized as a baby, it's different from when you're baptized as an adult. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I was throwing these teachings, and I, they made me strong, but I had weakness, you know, and I turned from God for a while. You know, I, maybe if I just read it on my own time or whatever, it how, would have been better. <laughs> how old are you now? If you don't mind my asking. I'm 23. I'm okay. 23. Wow. Um, a lot of friends of mine when I was young, they were more Hispanics because I grew up in SoCal, Southern California. Okay. And a lot of them, be- well, a few of them, turned into atheists. They called themselves recovering Catholics. A lot of Catholics. Yes. But they did that because of the guilt, uh, at least according to them. Yeah. The guilt of it yeah, turned so them away. Yeah, so a big thing in Catholicism is like, um, it, like you said, the conservative Christians, it's this idea that, like, you are always in sin. Yeah. You will never be cleansed of sin. And in a big way that they try to say that you can overcome that is by going to church and donating to the church. All While right. donating to the church is great, it's not going to cleanse you of sin. You cannot buy your way into heaven. That's what people like Martin Luther were trying to say. And I'm not a Protestant. Right. But props to him for challenging the Catholics in a time where there was no, you know, native language of the Bible. It was only in Latin. They wow. were subdued to being heard the word by other people. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah, true. But I thankfully, because that. of those people, we can read the Bible in our own language today. Yeah. You know, even though there's the King James, you know, they brought about wanting translations and all that. Yeah. Which, you know, is good. It, it makes people want to go back to the Hebrew texts and the Greek texts and make sure that the translations are accurate. Right. And all that. Are, I, you know, I explore translations, but whatever. Are you are you Irish? Out of curiosity, if you don't mind my asking, just yeah, I'm 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 Scotch Irish, so I'm Scottish okay. and Irish. All right, my grandmother came from Scotland during post World War II. Uh, they got blitzed in her home city. Whoa! And uh, you know, it, she was like a baby at the time. So when she came here, she was seven okay. after World War II, and it, you know, it was a radically different place. It was very different, and she had a hard life growing up. But you know, I'm here now. And that was, did they end up in New Jersey? So you grew up in you grew up in New Jersey. Yeah, all my life. And were the were they Irish kids who were picking on you, or was it just everybody? 
Hispanics um, or what? So when I, when I went to school, it, the school was called St. Andrews, but it was largely Italian kids. Oh, and those I Italians. was the one kid who wasn't just purely Italian. I had other right. stuff like Irish, Scottish, German. Yeah. So you know, all these kids had vowels at the end of their names, and you know, mine's some German last name. And they're right. like, what the fuck is this kid about? Why you got curly <laughs> hair and all this stuff? You know, that's that's interesting. Yeah, right? I, I stood out. Yeah. I stood out very hard. But, you know, and on top of that, you I, were more like an a nerd, maybe. I don't know. Sure, yeah. You know, I was a, I was a little Bible thumper almost. Like, I wasn't very well read in the Word, but I was right. very interested in it, and I wanted to be more well read, and I wanted to pursue that life. I wanted to do good things in the world and all this stuff. It, it motivated me to be a good person. Right. That's funny. I I grew up a bunch among a bunch of Mexicans and Asians. Mm. Uh, once I hit seventh grade, especially the bad kids came from the poor schools. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, when I went to public school, I got very interesting, like, experience seeing all these different types of kids. But mm-hmm. I will say, I think I was better off in private. Yeah, you know, maybe even so. though I got the experience to see all these different types of kids, right? Um, even when I was in an all-black private school in high school, wow. Like, even though I felt like I was like the odd one out, I still felt like I was more well received there than I was when I went to public school because at least we were all kind of in agreement on certain things. Wait, like, so the all black, even if we were all black pl- private yeah. school. Yeah. So I, my parents wanted me to go to private school badly. They didn't want me to go public. Uh-huh. And the only private high school I could get into was one that was majority. It was majority, majority for inner city kids like where I'm from. So I went to that school because I couldn't go to the, the white kid school. Which okay. was fine. I, I wasn't upset about that. Um, and so the black kids didn't beat, beat up on you. No, um, no, I, they were, you know, they, they weren't like, we weren't like, you know, hanging out after school or anything, but they were, they were pleasant enough with me. They weren't judging nearly as much as the white kids who grew up together. At least when we were in high school, I think we got a fresh take on each other. Okay. So there wasn't as much resentment. And a lot of these kids, you know, they, they came from like rough environments. So they come across someone who I think in my case, I wasn't as judgmental. Okay. They could kind of let their guard down a little bit, which was cool. But nice. I didn't get to know them for very long. I went to public school, like, sophomore year. Okay. I just couldn't, you know, cost and all that stuff. Out of curiosity, how did your parents react to you turning atheist for a while? Uh, they still loved me. Yeah. Um, my, my mom is, you know, very loving. You know, she's she doesn't talk a lot about the things she believes. She's not a talker. She's a, she's a doer. Okay. So... You know, she she leads with love. My dad, you know, he was a little bit sad because he is like a devout Christian. Yeah, he's a born again in a sense because he had a horrible, you know, drug problem growing up, and the church got him back out of that. Born again Catholic, but though, huh? Christian. Oh, okay. Specifies Christian. Oh, okay. My mom was the one raised Catholic. Her entire family went to Catholic private school. Oh, my okay. dad went public, so he was the one that kind of allowed me to go to public school. Nice. But um, you know, um. They were both uh, understanding because they understood what I was dealing with in Catholic school, how I was getting picked on a lot, and I wasn't really, you know, experiencing what I was being teached by the other kids. So they understood that I was dealing with, like, this conflict. Right. Like, why are my peers not understanding these teachings? Clearly, there's something wrong. Um, So. Last question. Uh, I'm blanking on what I wanted to ask you. Oh, you out of the house? 
Um, last year of college, so I'm sticking around with the family and then oh, okay. start saving up and get out. But no, I, I definitely plan to get out soon. All right, man. I do not want to live with my parents for very much longer. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's it's actually abnormal. And I remember f- not feeling right once I was out of high school and still living there, but I still stayed there <laughs> through college. Because I'm in college and they're they're helping me pay for it. I don't want to squander more money by like trying to get out. I just want to finish the degree, which is going to be this semester, and then I'll be getting out of here in no time. Well, I wish you well, man. Call again Thank sometime. You, I appreciate Connor. you taking my call. All right. Take care. Let me get to Brian in North Carolina. He wants to talk about some of this mess being shoved down everybody's throat. Uh, Brian in North Carolina, are you there? (laughs) I'm here, Hank. How you doing? Doing well. That's funny. Uh, Yeah, man, real quick, I wanted to call and ask you if you saw the uh, piece that Tucker Carlson did last night on Lori Lightfoot. No, I don't watch. I don't watch that. My competitor. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But no, I didn't see that. He covered Lori Lightfoot last night. Brian, is it spelled B R I A N or B R Y A N? You know, it's all American, baby. That doesn't answer my question. I A N. It's I. Okay. It's I. I just wanted Sorry. to make sure. No problem. <laughs> I said I thought yeah, it was, so, but I just wasn't wanted to make sure. What made you think it was that? Oh. uh... There's an Irishman out there who spelled it B-R-Y-A-N, and I don't know why he did that, <laughs> but uh, I'm assuming it was an Irish male. But anyway, shout out to the Irish. <laughs> right on. I like potatoes, too. Uh, well, since you didn't see the the piece, I guess uh, I'll go ahead and tell you what I called about, about it for. Um, so, of course, he covered how Lori Lightfoot was uh, not reelected. And afterwards, he talked about how the police department released a statement stating that they kind of doubled down on what she said, saying that the the record low uh, crime rate has hit a record low since she's been in the office since the past fifty years. And she then he uh, he said, "Well, let's <laughs> say that again." She said that. She said that, and the police department wrote a statement saying that. Wow! Right. So Tucker's like, oh, really? Well, let's check the stats. So he checks the stats. All categories that they uh, said that went down had actually risen anywhere between 27% to upwards of 200%, and that 200% would be the murder rate. Whoa. So what that, what I, when I saw that, I'm like, man, this is, it, it really goes to show how America is just not going to go back anywhere near to what it was. Because even though, cool, because his, his title of the thing was The System Worked, meaning Lori Lightfoot's out, yeah. right? But did it really work? Because look how deep it is. Even though she's out, you got the police department putting out false information. Yeah, that's weird, man. That's amazing. Yeah, what you should a, check it out if you, you get know, a chance. That city is known to be very corrupt, and that's where Obama came from, and that's where I learned, I mean... Not came from, but he came through there. He passed through and spent quite a bit of time in Chi Town, and it's been known. I've heard ever since his days, and long before that, really, to be corrupt. The city is corrupt, and he brought that guy, that ma- former mayor of of Chicago. 
what is he? He has like these dark circles around his eyes, and he's like Arab-looking, skinny. Uh, blanking oh, on his name, I don't know. Rahm Emanuel. Rahm Emanuel was in Obama's administration, and then he went on and became mayor of Chicago. Just sleazy people. I think Obama was a community organizer in Chicago, meaning he was one of those uh, BLM agitator types before BLM existed. Sick. Amazing. What a mess. Yeah, so it's a, it is a corrupt city. She's just, she was just the tip of the iceberg. It's, uh, it predates her, and it'll continue long past her. What a mess. That's right. I, I see the same thing. Yeah. For sure, but that, that's all I call for, Hake. Appreciate the tip, man. Take care, Brian. Right on. You right. well. Thank you. Before I get back to calls, hang tight, callers. I will get to you. Free speech under attack? I'm shaking my head. In, Amer- in Florida? Florida, America? I th- I'm sorry. I thought Florida was America. It's not America? <laughs> This is a clip shared on Twitter by some guy, XX1796-5797N. Meanwhile, in Florida, First Amendment rights are now revoked. Clip 11A here. This is a guy who, I guess he's a sheriff of Volusia County, or one of the sheriff guys, or maybe he's a, I don't know what he's doing talking about politics. Maybe he's a politician, but he looks big like he could be a, a sheriff, you know? But uh, here he is talking about upgrading free speech that comes along with a crime, turning that crime, which would normally be like a misdemeanor, into a third-degree felony, whatever that means. A felony. Violating the free speech rights. Hate crimes should be eliminated. It should be eliminate all hate crimes legislation and all anti-discrimination laws as well with it. And anti-segregation laws, too, or whatever. But here's a, here's a minute long, this guy talking. He looks like a man, but he's not talking like a man. Here it is. Holding people accountable without you know, violating their free speech. Sure. And again, I would remind you that there is no, there's no First Amendment right to conduct. There's a First Amendment right to speech, and the things that we're targeting in the bill are not speech. Again, if someone wants to stand across the street from my house and wave a sign on the sidewalk, they have every right to do that, and this bill won't have anything to do with that. But when it veers into conduct, and so the way we're going to approach this is through a hate crime kicker. So if you project, if you graffiti a building, it is a crime now. But if your motivation is hate, it will be a third-degree felony. You will spend five years in prison. If you want to litter, it's a crime right now. But if you litter and it, your motivation is a hate crime, it will be a third-degree felony. You will spend five years in jail. It is a crime right now to hang banners from an interstate. For obvious reasons, we don't want to distract drivers. But if you do that and you have a hate crime, a hate motivation, it will be a third-degree felony. You will spend five years in jail. How optimistic are you of moving this bill along? I guarantee the bill will pass. And I never do that. <laughs> Crazy guy, huh? What a mess. Your motivation is hate. Name one love crime, says Tyler. I know, stupid. This is ridiculous. Sorry, kids. Adults. All crime is hate, says Slam Free Poetry. Not true. Nowadays, you can... You know what I mean, though? All, st- some stuff is not even crime, and they're calling it crimes. It shouldn't even be crimes, I mean, it's what I'm trying to say. 
I'm shaking my head. And this is what's funny is it's not funny. What's what's odd about it or ironic or sick about this is this only increases the resentment toward the people that who are being resented with the crimes that are being done. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean, Jellybean? It's kind of like what uh, Denny in Bulgaria was talking about. Oh, forgive their student loans. But then the people don't, don't forgive the, the uh, spoiled college students' leeches. Uh, Click Orlando, February 27th. Cowardly scumbags. Volusia County Sheriff condemns anti-Semitic messages spouted by hate groups. Sheriff Mike Chitwood called recent acts of hate in Volusia County. And all these people reporting hate and talking about hate. They're haters too. As guilty or if not more guilty than the people who are Accused of, quote-unquote, hate. Despicable, cowardly, reprehensible. Sheriff Mike Chitwood was joined by faith leaders and community leaders, meaning dumb liberals. Sorry, kids. Adults. Don't say dumb too much. To condemn the despicable and cowardly and reprehensible attacks around the city, including a hate group using a portable projector to display anti-Semitic messages. No such thing. But, uh... Uh, Jewish critic, Jewish, harsh Jewish critic messages <laughs> on this. Do you blame her messages on the side of Daytona International Speedway? What is believed to be the same group displaying the anti-Semitic signs using quotes uh, displayed on a pedestrian overpass. People handing out anti-Semitic propaganda in Ormond Beach and reports of hateful speech in the city of Port Orange. I wonder if this is that group that I talked about last week that they were doxxed. And everybody's hating them. I think it is. I think it's that group, but I'm not sure. Those group of uh, purported whites, don't know, who are all being showy, but it's not very effective type activism. He further said that people committing these hateful acts are not part of our community. This is nothing but pure, pure, pure evil. Three pures. And you come, you've came to the wrong county. That's what that Chitwood guy said. Various Volusia County-based community and faith leaders spoke out about these recent hate crimes as well. District State Attorney R.J. Larizza, Larizza, Ormond Beach Mayor Bill Partington, the Jewish Federation of Volusia. I don't know, there were that many Jewish people down in Florida. I, th- I suspect that they're transplant New Yorkers who left New York to... Come to Florida, but I don't know. Volusia County Democrat Black Caucus President. Oh, yeah, joining the hate of the whites. Reverend L. Ronald Durham and Rabbi Pinchas. S. That's his name. I'm not saying a cuss word, hopefully. <laughs> Esagui of Chabad Lubavitch of Greater Daytona, among others. Speak English. Clip 11B here. Uh, this is from last month, January, oh, a month, a little over a month ago, January 26th, a new bill to combat an- anti-Semitism. Silly, because I don't want to abuse the word stupid by saying it too much, right? I don't want to abuse the ears of the children by setting a bad example and saying stupid too much. So I'm going to say silly. No, it's okay. 
stupid lawmakers try, think that they can come up with laws to solve uh, people's hearts or whatever. You know, ridiculous. They're only causing more problems. Who could have predicted that? Uh, it's a minute and 36 seconds. And this is old news. It came the day before International Holocaust Remembrance Day, which was January 27th. <laughs> uh, here it is from Tem, Ten, 10 Tampa Bay, clip 11B. What could soon be considered a third-degree felony. The bill sponsors of HB 269 say hate has no place in Florida. All Floridians, particularly those of the Jewish faith, have the right, have the right to quiet enjoyment in their community and the right to practice their faith. In recent weeks, there's been an uptick in anti-Semitism. This bill will make these hate speech offenses a third-degree felony, distributing Distributing flyers, harassing people based on their religion, defacing religious property, projecting hateful images, and disturbing religious services. Harassment. There have been dozens of incidents of anti-Semitism here in Florida just this year. In the last 26 days, six incidents have been reported. Now, lawmakers say enough is enough. But then we also have to take into account the fact that not every incident gets reported. So you know that there are, are countless more incidents that are occurring that don't always get reported up through the authorities. Lawmakers want better accountability against those committing hate crimes. Jews are scared today in Florida. And here in Tampa, the need for change is felt. But the Holocaust didn't start with the concentration camps and and the gas chambers. The Holocaust started with hate speech. It started with the uh, stigmatizing and vilifying and uh, delegitimizing the Jews and other ethnic groups. For this bill to become law, it needs the approval of the House, the Senate, and the governor. Tomorrow, by the way, is International Holocaust Remembrance Day, which commemorates the victims of the Holocaust. That was that guy who spoke about uh, all tough. Not the one with the effeminate voice. That was like a rabbi, I guess. Um, But the guy who was talking all tough was a Republican, Mike Caruso. Florida State Representative Mike Caruso, alongside other legislators, announced the filing of HB 269 anti-Semitism hate crime bill uh, last month or a month and a week ago or something like that. The aim of the bill is to define certain anti-Semitic acts as hate crimes, distributing flyers. What (laughs) harassment based on someone's religion? I could go. I could accuse people on Twitter of of that against Christians. It's not. A real thing. A harassment is a, like a liberal female-minded word. Shout out to the ladies. It's Women's History Month. Um, hate, anti-Semitism and hate have no place in Florida. Hate has place everywhere in America, you sucker. Don't say sucker, kids. Lisa pointed out I said it stupid like six times. Uh, trying to disavow saying stupid too much. Mike Caruso... You're talking like a liberal. See those Republicans. Spoiler alert used to uh, link to this tweet by this. um, Spoiler alert is my star, my star uh, mod over on YouTube. Link to this tweet by that, that. Who's that guy that I mentioned last Friday? He's the head of the ADL. Not a Christian, obviously. Talking about globalism is a, using the word globalist is an anti-Semitic uh, buzzword or something like that. Ridiculous. 
I'm laughing, but it's evil. But this is, it's, it, in, it leads a lot of whites and normal thinking people to be like resentful at this insanity that they're pushing. But I concur with JLP. Don't be mad at the, at this, uh, outrageous stuff. Don't be outraged, even though it is outrageous. You know what I mean, Jellybean? Because you're just playing into their hands. They, li- they lick their chops when a white shoots up a synagogue. They do. They feel all bad, but they're like, yes, let's go get the whites even more. Let's go get the, uh, the Second Amendment and the First Amendment even more. Clip 11C, uh, wink. And a lot of you accelerationists, no accelerationist listens to Hake, but a lot of those accelerationists are like, yeah, let's increase it so that it wakes up the whites. Increase the attack. They're going to take away our rights anyway. Let's uh, give them the excuse to take them away. You act just like the blacks ex- accelerating, escalating with the cops and getting yourselves killed. Clip 11C, wink news. Not to mention your souls are getting messed up by hating these hateful people who are combating hate. If you follow what I'm saying. Wink news. Same story. It's a, it may sound redundant, but it has more of that effeminate culture, including a woman rabbi. <laughs> She's mildly attractive. Uh, from January 26, Wink News, Florida lawmakers propose this bill. Here it is, 11C. A proposal to stop anti-Semitic hate crimes. I think the Jewish community and my congregants and myself want to know that they're being taken seriously, that people will be held accountable for it. That's just one of two big crime proposals announced today to keep you safe. A group of lawmakers want to come down harder on people who commit hate crimes. This follows an increase in anti-Semitic acts across Florida. We've seen them here. Anti-Semitic flyers showed up in neighborhoods and a rabbi was directly targeted with vandalism. State representatives want to make sure the rise in anti-Semitic acts comes to an end and that everyone knows these will not be tolerated nor taken lightly. We've seen it all over Florida. Uh, we've seen Jewish moms and their kids being walking to school, being harassed and taunted and threatened uh, just for walking to school. Uh, we've seen stories in the news from hateful banners being hung from overpasses on highways. Some of it in southwest Florida. We've had congregants who have found flyers at the end of their driveways or on their cars. Um, who have experienced personal acts of uh, anti-Semitism directed against them. And, of course, it's concerning and and worrying. Nicole Luna is the rabbi at Temple Beth El. She says a new Florida bill aimed at categorizing anti-Semitic acts as a hate crime doesn't stop the concern or the worry, but it helps. Some hateful acts and even hateful words uh, are, are harmful. (laughs) <laughs> to others and uh, nice. make Lord people nice. live with constant fear. Uh, and I hope this bill will um, lower the volume of speech <laughs> around this issue and others. You have the right to be an idiot in the United States. We have the First oh. Amendment. doesn't mean you're an idiot if you exercise the First Amendment, but you have the right to be a Nazi. But you do not have the right to be a Nazi and engage in criminal conduct, whether it is littering, whether it is trespassing, whether it is, whether it is assault. 
And when these evil acts happen, Mark Sack, rabbi of Temple Judea, is happy with the response from state lawmakers. The more we can bring religious communities together, the more that we can build a strong, strong sense of community, um, the more comfortable, the healthier um, will Fort Myers and, and, and this part of town be. Lies. Here in Florida, there is no actual hate crime statute. Instead, if there is a hate element to a crime, then the state can elevate the charge and increase the punishment. The bill makes the penalty of these hate crimes a third-degree felony. Shameful. And last quick one, clip 11D. This is two minutes long. Please, guys, bear with me. This is, uh, this is more recent. This was last Friday. You guys may have heard about this. I somewhat heard of it after a Friday's show or something. You know what? I saw it trending on Twitter. National Day of Hate. Uh, Florida law enforcement preparing last Friday, February 24th, for anti-Semitic Day of Hate. And I left all the blank slow spots in it because I like the low energy delivery of this gal and her editor or whoever put out this uh, news report. So bear with it as kind of amusing but interesting side note. Here it is. 11D. How is the Sabbath for the Jewish community? And as they celebrate their holy day, neo-Nazi groups across the country are planning a national day of hate. The night beats so Jolina Esperto is live at the te- Temple Shalom in Collier County. Jolina law enforcement is ready to respond to any violence. Law enforcement says hate has no place in our state and any violence, threats of violence or intimidation will not be tolerated. And that definitely serves as a relief to the rabbis I spoke with. <laughs> Jewish communities are preparing to celebrate their holy day of Sabbath. And unfortunately, anti-Semitic and white supremacist groups are planning a national day of hate. For local rabbis, this is especially frustrating. We are going to be uh, very cautious this weekend and just be very mindful of what's going on around us. It is extremely disturbing and sad that we have to deal with this again and again. After recent cases of anti-Semitic flyers showing up across the state, Governor Ron DeSantis has called on local law enforcement agencies to support Jewish communities and ensure they are safe. We do have a great partnership with law enforcement. They are very much on top of this. They'll be taking some extra precautions this weekend. President and CEO of the Jewish Federation of Greater Naples, Uh, Jeffrey Feld, says these groups want to draw attention to their hate. They're going to do things that are um, challenging. Rabbis say this should not deter the Jewish community from celebrating their faith. And Adam Miller is a senior rabbi here at Temple Shalom of Naples. And he says the Jewish community has always come together in the past to stand against hate and will continue to do so. And Rabbi Luna says you can show your support by reaching out to your Jewish friends and neighbors during this time as they celebrate their holy day. On the night beat, Jovina Esperto, Wink News. (laughs) Don't you like her low energy vibe? Shout out to this gal with her crooked mouth. 
Um, how are you going to stand against hate? <clears throat> One should stand against one's own hatred. Not other people's. Shameful. That's not going to help. Terrible. Some people were suggesting that that thing was kind of drummed up, this National Day of Hate thing. By the way, CBN did a little report on it. But I'm tired of this. They mentioned Kanye West. Terrible. That was too much news reports for Hake. <laughs> I got tired in the middle of that report. It is time for some music. Some Christian music, how about? Christian music. Do you want a short one or a long one? Press 1 for short and harsh. Press 2 for, uh, for uh, a long song. CCM, Christian, contemporary Christian music. I think I'll go with the short one because I got to get back to calls and all that stuff. This, it is Women's History Month. (laughs) I thought, you know, these mostly effeminate rabbis, it's kind of like womanly. It's kind of a womanly idea, these uh, effeminate idea, these uh, professors, professors, these uh, politicians, Republicans and demon rats, them both. There is no zero, Costin. Thinking they can weed out the hatred of the people or lower the volume. Come down extra hard if there's hate motivation. Just taking... This is no longer America. Even Florida is no longer America. Anyway, again, the music. Uh, This is Accident by 121 featuring... Sarah Merritt. I hope you enjoy it. It is against, just like Ain't No Monkeys in My Family Tree, it is against the notion of this uh, whole accident making, uh, forming creation rather than God forming creation. Oh, and it has a, a video with it. Can you start the video at the exact same time, roughly, as you start the song? Because it has, I'm pointing to the lyrics. This is from a couple of years ago. August of 2021, I played this last. It's so good. And children, it's Christian. Don't be disturbed. <laughs> ladies, shout out to the ladies. I'm playing it on, in honor of uh, Women's History Month. I cherish women. I'm going on too long. Here's 121 Accident from When the Dragon is Finally Laid to Rest, 1998 on Bulletproof Records. Hope you enjoy it. Cover your ears, grin and bear it. Uh, press mute or uh, your musical Philistines. <laughs> Be right back.
Hey, this is just awful. No wonder evil YouTube is striking your channel, says Nugget Man. <laughs> holy cow, this is... Cows are not holy. This is extra bad, even for Hake. I can't hear the lyrics at all. That's why I showed you guys the lyrics so you can follow. I'll never understand why people don't believe. Uh, I look into the sky and think how this could be. Two meteors collide or the Big Bang Theory. By chance we were created, you and me? I am not an accident, an accident, an accident. <laughs> Never mind, play the long song. From the moon and the stars and the waves and the ocean. You think some bang set these wheels in motion? No. That's Philadelphia, hardcore for Christ. 121, so good. Sounds like, it sounds like the Asian lady talking to the Pope, says CLC. Well, right, he played this for me. I just know it says Tyler. Shout out to Tyler. He knows uh, Christian punk. <laughs> uh, Lord. <laughs> um, Big Bump says, at 10.05 a.m. on March 2nd, 2023, I finally realized why some people call rap crap. Nice message, though. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful music. I find it nice. Maybe it's, <laughs> it's Jewish subversion. Shout out to the Jewish people and their subversive ways that subverted beautiful Christian music into Hake liking that. Uh, some super chats, guys, from uh, streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report. Lin Yen Shin says, Thank you, Lord Goodhair, for helping Jesse understand my super chats from the JLP show and granting clarity to Hassan, who got weirdly paranoid about the use of, use of parkour in the clear context of my use. Yes, it was to save the whites from all the POC, not an attack on you, Hassan. That's what Lin Yen Shin says. Right on. He gives a thumbs up, I think. Um, Jordanos with the super chat, generous super chat on Streamlabs. IDK, I don't know why people be acting, she black, get cut her some slack, people be acting like they all that, and there are, and they are empty inside. LOL, education is not common sense. No one, no one one has it nowadays. Samson, boy, bye. Thank you, Jordanos. Yeah. Oh, you just need education. You're ignorant. They say you're ignorant to, like, the very sensible, very knowledgeable, quote-unquote, racist people. <laughs> Ridiculous. Shameful. Uh, Lin Yen Chin says, Hassan, thank you for not abusing me with your sloppy spinal alignment at the start of your super chats, even though it fell apart as you were swallowed by imagination. No, this is not an attack, my fellow POC recipient of affirmative action. <laughs> He's only, I don't know, he's like one-third, one-fourth... POC, because Arabs are half white or something. 75% white. He's one, he's one eighth. Anyway, whatever. Evil is real. Uh, I'll let you comment after I finish these super chats, Hassan, if you like. Evil is real says, Paul says, Romans 10.4, for Christ is the end of the law, that everyone who has faith may be justified. That's what Paul says. 
in Romans 10.4. But Jesus says, Matthew 5.17, Think not that I have come to abolish the law and the prophets. I have come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. I do remember thinking that was a little odd. I hadn't made the distinction that came from Paul, though. Jesus says, Matthew 5.18, with another super chat from Evil Israel, For truly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not one iota, Every iota of a cracker, I hate him. <laughs> it's a black guy saying that, but JLP says, well, not one iota, not a dot, will pass from the law until it all is accomplished. But Paul in Romans 10, 4, that again, he says, for Christ is the end of the law, that everyone who has faith may be justified. Nice. Well, thank you, evil Israel. He's continuing his case against uh, Paul. Double-checking the coffees and the co-fies. Co-K-O-F-I. None there. Checking the Super Chats on Rumble, on DLive, on Odyssey. Oh, yes, there is one on Odyssey. I neglected to read that. Uh, This is Asmodor on those... uh, On that first caller or second caller of today. Scots-Irish is not Irish. They're Ooster or Uster Protestants who migrated from Scottish lowlands, from the Scottish lowlands, down in the lowlands where the water is deep, water is deep. Hear my cry, hear my shout, save me, save me. It's a poem slash song. They're Scots who took over Ulster. And to this day, it is Protestant and Scottish. So he's saying uh, that... Scots-Irish are ethnic Scots. They're not Irish. They just took over Ulster. Most of them came here. Andrew Jackson and Reagan were Scots-Irish. And Asmodore himself. He says, I am part Scots-Irish. It's also unheard of for a Scots-Irish to be Catholic. The Scots-Irish were the ones fighting tooth and nail with the Irish Catholics. (laughs) Catholics. I wonder what side his mother is. Maybe she's the German or Germans Catholics sometimes. I don't know. Huh. Because he said his father was not. His father was like a born again normal Christian. <laughs> uh, but that was Connor from New Jersey. Shout out to Connor in New Jersey. So maybe it wasn't from Irish being Irish that he or so-called Scots-Irish. And people say that I look Scots, Scotch, Scotch-Irish or Scots-Irish. I'm Scottish from my grandma's side and Danish from my other grandma's side. I almost flipped you guys off. Sorry, kids. Um, which I don't do that. I use the, I use the ring finger. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Didn't do that. Uh, and then I think I have English in me, American, a lot of American in me because my grandpa on my mother's side, I think. Dates back all the way, quite a ways in uh, Virginia. I have one gal in my family tree who came from the Mayflower, maybe. Not sure. There is one Irish guy who was in the family tree. (laughs) But we're okay with him. Some German, a little bit of German. Maybe even a little bit of American Indian. I might have, I really don't think I dreamed that. I sometimes just say I dreamed it just because it was such an odd Story. My dad gathered us around and said the doctor found Indian blood. Indian blood. He we called it Indian back then. Not India Indian. 
like American Indian. And so we started marching around in a circle. But none of my family remembers that. I do. I think it's true. Shout out to my late grandpa. Uh, Hassan, did you have any reaction to Lin Yen or anything you wanted to say? Just I love Lin so much. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, Lin Yen interesting guy for sure. And Lin Yen Chin, I think you've sent me some messages via Facebook. I am remiss in not reviewing them and uh, stuff like that. I'm so bad at Facebook. Facebook is so bad at me, though. Shout out to the Facebook crew, but Facebook, I have no patience for it. They've made it confusing. It's a mess. Let me get to, man, these calls have been on hold forever. Evil is real. That is CJ in Texas. CJ. How you doing, CJ in Texas? How are you doing, Mr. Hake? I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks for holding, man. Glad to hear it. Right on. All right. I like listening to the show on the phone. Cool. With no delay. That's a perk. Yeah, no delay. <laughs> so what did you want no, to talk think. about? I, I have like... Go ahead. Go ahead. You have like what? Three topics from you, it looks like. <laughs> uh, well, you had a caller on um, yesterday after I got off. He was talking about um, eating meat and not eating vegetables and stuff like that. Right. And very, gradually incorporating different vegetables to see how your body reacts is what he said. A lot of meat and a lot of fat is what he was saying. Carnivore. Yeah, there's a... Uh, um, Anyway, I don't know. Do you, I, I wanted to uh, talk to you kind of about diet. What was your comment about diet? What did you want to share with us? Words of wisdom. Well, so a lot of people are like really fat in America today. I know. Diabetes on the rise. I was reading that in Hake News. It's like Yeah, spiking. it's like two diabetes on the rise. Okay. That's the one where you get it by being unhealthy when you're in your diet? Yeah, well, what happens is, um, so there's a, a syndrome called fatty liver syndrome where your liver gets all fatty and diseased. And, but they, the most common form now is called non-alcoholic fatty liver. Now, yeah. fatty liver used to be so rare in people that weren't alcoholics that they actually called it non-alcoholic fatty liver because almost all fatty liver was from alcoholism. Oh. Nowadays, it's the prevalent and it's even overtaken alcoholic fatty liver. And what happened was the cereal companies and the sugar companies way back, um, paid for studies to be done and they cherry picked the studies that favored them. And they got the FDA to make the food pyramid based upon grains and carbohydrates being the, at the very base and what you (laughs) should eat the most of, Yeah, which is, absolutely poison interesting yeah so what happens is people like if you look down and you see a belly you have insulin resistance and fatty liver and what happens with type 1 diabetes is your your pancreas isn't able to make insulin and so you have to take insulin in order to get the energy from your blood sugar into your cells 
with type 2 diabetes is you're eating so much sugar and carbohydrates that your pancreas is making an insane amount of insulin, but your cells have started to reject insulin because they're just getting too bombarded by it that they just shut it off and say, no more insulin, we're not taking it. So then your body just keeps making more and more insulin to try to shove it into those cells. Wow. So type 2 diabetics have like a lot of, of insulin in them, but since the insulin's not working, their blood sugars still rise, and what the medical industry's solution to this is to give you even shots of insulin to force that blood sugar out of your system. So most, you know, fat people have uh, fatty liver disease and insulin resistance, and what your caller was talking about yesterday with low-carbohydrates is that if you can get your carbohydrate intake to less than 50 grams a day, preferably less than 20, your body will go into a state called ketosis where it will stop using carbohydrates as its primary source of fuel and it will start breaking down fat uh-huh. in your body and it'll start making something called ketones, which are a much healthier source of energy for your body to use. Um so, you know, really, if you want to get into really good health, like your caller was making lots of good points, fat is one of the healthiest things you can eat, followed okay. by protein, followed by carbohydrates. And what they, Yeah, what they did is they demonized fat back in the 80s, in the 70s, and they started making especially um, uh, saturated fats, which are animal fats. And so what they started doing was taking vegetable oil, and adding hydrogen molecules to it to instead saturate of, it. Instead of like butter, just plain butter. Like I was talking yeah, about they were, with, when Hassan was out and, and Nick was filling in, he was talking about that, right? Yeah, yeah butter's really healthy. Margarine is absolute poison. And Which so is they, what oil. margarine is, is they take vegetable oil and it's missing hydrogen atoms along its carbon chain. And so they just shove the hydrogen atoms in there until it. So that oil now becomes a solid fat, and it's now saturated, but it's really unstable, really carcinogenic. It's one of the worst things you can eat for yourself. And I mean, they were selling that as health food. So you were were saying ketosis is good? Ketosis is excellent. Okay. Um, And so, like, when I was telling you that I do 48-hour fasts and stuff, well, my body's always in a state of ketosis, and so when I stopped eating, my body is still feeding itself off of fat stores and stuff in my body or the fat that's in there. When you're on it, when you're then your body wants to get rid of the carbohydrates first. So it takes about three or four days for, of not eating carbohydrates for your body to go into ketosis. But if you try to stop eating while your body is still trying to process carbohydrates, you'll just be really, really, really hungry because your body's looking for carbohydrates and there are none. But if you put your body into a state of ketosis first and then you do a fast, your body will continually feed off of the fat stores, which are kind of a longer source of energy. The carbohydrates go into your blood and out of your blood real fast because your body treats carbohydrates like and sugar like a toxin in your bloodstream. It wants it to get out of there. The the sugar. You sound skinny. Are Are you lean? Um, well, not as lean as I used to be. I, I was six foot two, 128 when I graduated high school. <laughs> now I'm, now I'm six two, 180. <laughs> I feel like I'm more healthy. 180, um, but is that all muscle or is that, uh, 
or is that? No, I'm not a not a real big. Well, I mean, um, so you're so you're a little bit chunky, or you're a little bit slightly chubby. Well, compared to when I was 18, I am. I'm well, 44 I know, but 125 now. is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I was. Are you uh, fit or fat? Would you consider yourself fit or fat? Fit. Okay. All right. That's what that's what I meant to ask. <laughs> I spend a I spend a lot of my uh, I spend a lot of my life, you know, focusing on. Well, not like focusing on it. I don't know. I just uh, I ex- eat right. I exercise? exercise. Okay. All right. Nice. You man. know. Um, well, thanks kind of, for the input. Uh, Nick has some input on this. What did he say? Nick he, does. Oh, all right. Nick, host of Nick Stream, the Anchor Baby. Aren't keto? Yeah. He asks, and he follows up. Aren't ketones a lower quality energy source for the Boyd body? I think, body, yeah, body. No, anti like so. So he's saying anti carb propaganda. We went from one extreme fat fear to another carb fear. Any excess in calories can bring on fatty liver disease. Stop following fad diet advice. Well, what do you consider? Oh, hold on, what hold on. do you consider? Let me finish. Let me finish. Oh, okay. his oh sorry. He's all stop following fad diet advice and worrying about macronutrients and instead deal with your emptiness which is causing you to overeat usually unhealthy foods work on awareness not too much of anything balance what do you say to that um that's one of the most ignorant things i've heard about dietary advice in a long time it's ignorant but he's as soon as you as soon as you start cutting back on calories what your body's going to do is lower its metabolic rate when you're sleeping and at nighttime and reducing calories does not equal loss in weight because while well, you're like consuming less calories and exercising more during the daytime you're still just going to start burning less calories in your metabolic rate while you're sleeping and your body will try to be like oh you're starving so let's conserve energy while you're sleeping metabolic rate goes down as you do caloric restriction what you really need to do if you want to lose fat is you need to start burning fat and you're only going to burn fat if you're in a state of ketosis it's not a fad diet it was developed by the john hopkins institute in the 1980s to treat children with seizures because their brains weren't able to process carbohydrates correctly but their brains could take the much better energy source of ketones. And so by doing carbohydrate restriction on these young kids that were, these kids were having like a hundred seizures a day, Wow! you know, they were getting them down to like having like a dozen seizures a day and really changed their life. Ketones are absolutely the best form of energy way over carbohydrates. You don't need to eat any carbohydrates. Your body's capable of making carbohydrates in a process called, um, uh, gluconeogenesis. So it will just make glucose out of fat and protein if it needs to. And if you think about all the fat animals that you would consider fat, like pigs, cows, elephants, he's a little hot. All Is of those, all of, or no? all okay? of those are, all of those are I don't know um, if it's herbivores. It's piercing my ears. But, and so I was just oh, wondering if, uh, all, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. Fat, all, we might have had you all too of the high. Fat, all of the fat animals are herbivores. And if you want to look at the leanest animals, they're the ones that only eat meat. You got cheetahs, tigers, lions, wolves. Like, you don't consider those to be fat. All they eat is meat. When you think about fat animals, pigs, cows, elephants, like, all they eat is carbohydrates all day long. Well, in Nick's defense, he never said starve, but uh, he was just talking about, and our resident health experts, uh, 
Lisa says, honestly, if you avoid processed food, you will be relatively healthy. It's quality of food, not quantity. But anyway, guy, my head is full, CJ. I appreciate your input and your call. Dude, I know you had a couple of other topics. Call me on that We'll talk about taxes some other day. Sounds good, man. Take care. Bye. Bye. Okay. Let's get to this mess now. Globo homo NATO. It's ridiculous. I just, I don't know what prompted me to look into this. I have some screenshots from this, their website. Diversity and inclusion at NATO. I guess I heard that Finland, you know, I mentioned in Hake News that Finland is joining NATO. Diversity and inclusion at NATO. It is a article on their website. NATO's website. NATO is what? North Atlantic Treaty Organization, something like that. Um, and they're promoting this diversity and inclusion. I don't know why I'm like pretending to be shocked about this. It's not shocking. It's just uh, proof that NATO is not friends of America. North Atlantic Treaty Organization. NATO highly values inclusion and perceives diversity as a strength. That's a false perception, NATO. And it's an article from September 21st, 2021 AD. Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. Oh, and by the way, in 2021, they celebrated International Women's Day. Hashtag IWD 2021. All of these international mess things, like International Day of Holocaust Remembrance and uh, stuff like that. And then they have this picture in the middle of this this uh, collage picture. And then I will get back to calls. Hang tight, guys. Of Jen Stoltenberg, whatever that guy is. He's the head of NATO or something. Solicitor General, whatever that means. Bunch of women. POC women. Not morally straight. Necess- oh, who knows? In this. Can you zoom in on, the, on that particular one? Yeah, zoom way on, in on that one. Look at all these women that they're promoting. (laughs) NATO aims to ensure its workforce reflects the diversity of its allies, meaning all these white countries, by and large, that have pushed, had diversity forced down our throats against our will. Uh, And strives, they're effeminate too, strives to maintain a work environment that is inclusive. Woman word, free from, shout out to the Women's History Month ladies, (laughs) free from discrimination which is discriminatory in itself against men and whites and Christians and sensible people. Harassment, which is a woman word, not a manly woman, not a righteous woman word. (laughs) Uh, Or bullying. Bullying, another silly woman word. Not the good kind of woman, ladies. Not the hate listener, ladies, women. (laughs) Uh, Here's a screenshot. Well... I'm looking at a screenshot from this article. Gender balance and diversity task force. Maybe I'll try to plow through this. Um, What they want at the bottom of here, it says, to increase the overall number of women employed in the IS, whatever the IS is, I forget what that is. It's in here somewhere. Um, To increase the overall number of women applying. To increase the overall number of women in managerial positions. In other words, to increase the destruction because they have all these Silly ideas. And then uh, staff, 
And the males are thinking just as bad as them, too, by the way. NATO's first staff resource group, staff resource groups includes proud at sign NATO, proud at NATO, officially established 2020 to further LGBTQ plus perspectives at NATO. In other words, they're pushing that every NATO member nation I heard. And it was just hearsay at that point. I had heard that's all I had ever heard has to support the gay agenda. Right. Well, here it is proof. Further their perspectives at NATO, these blind people's perspectives. So blind leading the blind is what they want. Their calendar of events at NATO.int, NATO International, NATO HQ, Topics, Diversity and Inclusion. International Mother Language Day to celebrate multilingual diversity and create an aware... Where's my spittoon? And create a, an awareness of the richness of languages throughout activities and events. International Women's Day. To bring awareness to the call of action of, of accelerating gender parity. Whatever parity means, I forget. International Frank, Francophony Day. <laughs> French is one of the two official working languages at NATO. This celebrates the French language and Francophone culture. Forget you guys. International Day Against Homophobia. No such thing. To raise awareness of LGBTQ plus rights violations and stimulate interest in LGBTQ plus rights work. Oh, they didn't say that. They just put LGBT rights work worldwide. World Day for Cultural Diversity. World Breastfeeding Week. To demonstrate NATO's support and commitment for nursing mothers at work. Well, they didn't say at work. Global Diversity Awareness Month. International Day for People with Disabilities. Yeah, turning them into victims. That's nice. Not... Sick stuff, huh? Oh, you weren't showing that one. That was that one. That was all those. That's all those days. No international day for the whites or the Christians or the men or the sensible people. (laughs) Independent thinking people. Uh, NATO Association of Canada. Different article. Uh, Where do LGBT perspectives fit within the NATO narrative? And then they have this whole thing with these soldier-looking people with their fatigues with rainbow flag, which is not God's promise rainbow. It's wobo homo fake rainbow thing, LGBT false pride and false identity. And there's a slightly dykey-looking short-haired gal, but she's not fat, so not sure. But anyway, mess. Mess. Zoom in on that picture there from you, Hassan. Just to, okay, cover your ears, cover your eyes, kids. Ugh. <laughs> and then there was a whole Washington Compost article. Oh, that's enough of that. Move on to the next picture. <laughs> what does a pride parade have to do with NATO? More than you might think, says a Brookings Institute article reposting a Washington Compost article. James Kirchick. Former Brookings expert. More than you might think. Is this where I learned that? The degree of respect, editor's note, the degree of respect for LGBTQ people has increasingly become a measure of democratic health in former Soviet states. If Russia were a place where pride parades were allowed, its quarrels with the United States and ours with it would possibly diminish, writes James Kerchick. Original article wrote, appeared in Washington Compost. 
So former Soviet states, meaning former communist countries, uh, are more based than the so-called Christ- former Christian countries. Because <laughs> I guess we're former Christian countries. Sick. Terrible, huh? And I mentioned that Finland is trying to join because of the Russia invasion of Ukraine. Finland and Sweden trying to join in. But Turkey and Hungary are not for that stuff or something like that. Because Turkey and Hungary are more based. You can get rid of that picture. Get rid of that. It's terrible. There's a picture of a woman draped in a a purported white woman, too. Draped in a flag. Sick stuff, huh? Gross. <sighs> Let me get to William in California on the line. William in California, what is up? Oh, hey, 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 what's going on, man? Hey, good to hear from you, man. You too, you too. Uh, the other day, man, um, you, um, before I go, uh, I do understand what Denny was talking about out there in the Soviet Union. It's kind of similar to uh, affirmative action out here. Right. Kind of like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what I want to call about is a few things. Um, Lori Lightfoot is blaming discrimination for her losing the election. Say that again? She's blaming what for losing the election? Claiming discrimination and oh, whatever. Nice. Yeah, because if she's a minority, she, no, she's a, what is it? She's a woman and she's black and gay or whatever. Right. That, yeah, well, you got maybe two out of three there, but um, you had some callers on the other day and you had a look on your face like you were, you ever see what a substitute teacher looks like <laughs> just uh, before summer vacation? In like sixth grade de- Like a deer in headlights type of thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with your callers, there's a couple of callers out of Los Angeles out there. And some, um, the level of, uh, I don't, don't even want to call it uh, stupidity, but I never run into these people. Where are they? Oh, they're on go the internet. The block. Go around the block for 40 minutes and all over the map. Don't know what you're talking about. Half the stuff you're talking about. By the way, Google's going to get you in trouble. You need to know what you're looking for and understand what you're reading. But some white people call after these black callers and say, Jesus Christ, learn how to pronounce words. Sorry, kids. And, um... To go around the block like that and then end up with a statement like, you think rich people are supposed to give you some of their earnings? Oh, yeah, that was ridiculous. That was kind of hilarious. It was, it's shameful. Yeah, you're talking about Frederick from uh, California who said that. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't want to pick be... on callers. I don't want to start right. all that, man. I appreciate that. But, yeah, he was, uh, he was one of the callers who said that uh, the rich should give everything they have to the poor because Jesus said it, something like that. And then there was another question that I don't know if anybody else caught it. He says, do you think we should blame the blacks for felon, but it was actually, he was saying failing. Failing America. America. 
Yeah. I don't know why nobody asks me these questions because I'll give it to him. I'll answer it fast. You want to ask me that question? Uh, hey, what's your question? What's your answer to that? Yes, they have. Simple. Yep. So, I'd never considered that blacks were failing America. They're just failing themselves. They failed themselves, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, they are failing America, and we're failing them by not. Telling them the truth and uh, not putting so up with the mess. So is that gossip? Yeah, how is that gossip? It doesn't make any sense. And did the young man that got arrested that had the, uh, he reminds me of Jughead from the Archies uh, with that hairdo. Was he really on the ground screaming high soprano? I can't <laughs> yeah. breathe. I can't breathe. They're killing me. How? Is that, They're killing me. That's not gossip. They're killing me. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not gossip. Right, that's that's him that's doing that in public. Yep. Right. And uh, the last little bit I got here is going to shock you. It might, it might not. Uh, Maryland, the whole eighth grade in Baltimore, Maryland, cannot do math. Shout out level. to Baltimore. There was a... There is a and not, not not some students, the whole eighth. Yeah, grade. I know. It's ridiculous. Uh, there's a guy named Giovanni who is a who was running for office over there who's trying to like sue the city or this and or the school for failing the students on behalf of some of the because the f- schools have just given up, and the parents have given up too, but he's trying to hold the phony politicians, phony local politicians accountable and responsible for their part in the failure of, uh, you know, they're just using like the kids. It's not about the kids. They ops and celebrate things and all this black yeah. history, and it's, um, it's over with, right? Now we're in women's history. They like to do a lot of photo oping and showing off about a lot of stuff that they didn't do. Giovanni and pa- we, we had a whole group of those people in the 1960s that were in college, and they got affirmative action. They're now about 80 years old now, like the Maxine Waters and all of the people that's, that makes trouble. You know, all of them. They, they were college students at one time, and they're, they're shaping generations yeah, the way they see fit. Giovanni and, Patterson uh, is, is, is the guy who is trying to do something good over there. Giovanni Patterson. Uh, well, he seems to be doing something legitimate over there, but he has no... I mean, it's like... Do you think it's, affirmative action hurts black people? Uh, yeah, obviously it does. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like what, uh, you mentioned that Denny was talking about with, uh, mm-hmm. paying off people's student loans or quote yeah. unquote forgiving Which their student loans. Which is essentially what we do over here. Yeah. We do that. We do that over here too. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, it may not help them because what you do is you stick them in schools that they shouldn't be in. And when you do that, sometimes students underperform around all-star students. And how would that child do if you were to put them in a maybe a, a state college? They would actually perform better around students that are on their level. But when you 
stick affirmative action in the picture, you're putting people in positions that they don't deserve. Right. Yep. Good point. Man, and, and it's only increasing and, and black resentment. People, black people should always look at something like that, you know, because actually, you know, you were freed in 1886. I think Lincoln looked at it couple of years before he got in office, but they didn't have the, uh, it was one of the, it was either the Senate or the House, I don't know which one it was, but he didn't, he, he held off because he didn't have the numbers. So then when he did run and all that other stuff went down, and next thing in his history, okay, now you guys are free. So that's like over a hundred years, I don't think anybody owes you anything. Yeah, it's sick. Uh, I appreciate That's it, man. To your question to one of your callers, no, nobody owes you anything. Yep. It's kind of stupid to say. Do you think we should blame them for the for the destruction they have caused? He didn't use this word. He didn't speak clear. He's basically asking you: Do you think we should blame blacks for the destruction they've caused in their the way they think? <laughs> kind of question is that? What a mess! What kind of question is that? Do we really? Are you really asking that? Well, it I appreciate visible, it, William. Man, I got to I got to I got to go. You guys are running out of time, man. But I just wanted to throw that out there, man. It's kind of entertaining. Yeah, true. <laughs> Thanks, right. man. Take care. All right. Bye. Um, speaking of the blacks, there was this story that was kind of going viral. In St. Louis, Missouri, a murder. Clip 13, I think I have this. It was shared on KMOV, February 28th. A man charged in an execution-style shooting death in downtown L.A. Was it black on white? Was it black on white Hispanic? Was it black on Hispanic? Is black on Hispanic essentially the same thing as black on white? If you're not black, you're white. (laughs) Some of these people are like that. It's about a two-minute-long Report. It's kind of rough, but it was this. Somebody captured it on their video, on their uh, cell phone video of this guy just kill, shooting him in the back of the head. Sorry, kids. I think it was in the back of the head. Something shot him in the head anyway. Uh, well, they had gotten into some sort of altercation, some sort of fight outside a gas station. Here's the story from KMOV. Um. Listen to this. He was a nice, quiet individual. He kept to himself. For the past two years, this woman has worked at the Shell gas station near Tucker and Convention Plaza. She has fond memories of David Saldana. Coming in and then he'll come back in and get his little snacks. And then he became one of the regulars around here. Sadly, not anymore. Witnesses say these are still images from cell phone video caught on camera by a bystander. They say in broad daylight as people walked and drove down Tucker suspect Deshaun Thomas spent about 30 seconds trying to load a gun and within seconds witnesses told police Thomas shot David Saldana in his head execution style police say Thomas ran off before officers got to the scene you know what I'm saying he was homeless this man lives downtown he was just sitting there hands up it's sad because like I said I never saw him deal with anybody or mess with anybody he never had words with anybody and he, he was a sweet, he was a sweet individual. Police learned prior to the shooting the two men had a fight. 
It happened somewhere over this ways and ended up over there. A probable cause statement reveals Thomas first followed Saldana across the street and shot him in his back multiple times as the man begged for his life. Police arrested Thomas at a library on nearby Olive Street. They say they recovered a gun and shell casings on him. The deadly shooting happened blocks away from City Hall and popular Washington Avenue. It's not what people say it is down here. Everybody try to make it out to be bad or this or that. It's not. Records show there have been seven shootings downtown in the past three weeks. Because honestly, everybody turns to guns and you don't need to turn to guns. If you can't talk about it, just leave it alone. <laughs> Now, just a few hours ago, a spokesman for Mayor Tashara Jones sent me this statement. It says in part, quote, Mayor Jones is appalled by the blatant act of violence committed in broad daylight against an unhoused man on Monday morning. (laughs) Jones also said, quote, she appreciates the rapid response from the St. Louis Police Department to apprehend the suspect. Violence committed in broad daylight against an unhoused man. Mayor Tashara Jones of St. Louis. What are you guys doing electing these black females for mayor of your city? An unhoused man. That's a liberal word. Woman word. Happy Women's History Month, ladies. We cherish you. (laughs) Uh, I'm committed to protecting women. I cherish women. Shout out to our greatest president, Donald J. Trump. 23-year-old Deshaun Thomas. He had a tattoo on his, uh, on his brow right here in the middle, between, kind of between his eyes, but north of his eyes, uh, up high on his forehead. Not high on his forehead, but on his brow, I guess you would call it. Threw his life away and murdered that poor unhoused man. <laughs> Terrible. I laugh, but it's, it's evil. Like JLP says, it only gets worse with these liberals, female-minded people running the show. The anger. That one guy's all, it ain't so bad. He didn't say ain't. Who said ain't? There is no such thing as ain't, said Mrs. Gustafson. My kindergarten teacher, who uh, seemed like she was up there in her 50s or 60s, I would have guessed, when I was five years old, 30-some years ago, and then she died purportedly of the China virus, according to other people. But anyway, there's no such thing as ain't. Uh... Ridiculous. St. Louis, where they have Black Lives Matter protests in 2014 or had them, because that's where near Ferguson, right? Missouri? Isn't that like Ferguson is a suburb of St. Louis? Not a white suburb. <laughs> Ferguson, Missouri, where they where the Obama where the Obama Eric Holder uh, Department of So-Called Justice, which is an anti-white organization since its founding, anti-South, anti-beautiful South, anti-Christian, had this Ferguson report about a pattern and practice of 
discrimination against blacks when it wasn't even real. It wasn't even true. It wasn't even disproportionate compared to their share of the population in the general, in this nationwide. It was, in fact, less than what you would expect. As, as frequently as they got pulled over or cited or charged extra fees, a lot of cities charge a bunch of fees and parking tickets and people don't show up to court. You get, fee, you get a fee and blacks don't show up to court a lot of times, sometimes, I heard. I don't know. Ridiculous. And they tore apart the city. I think they were protesting even in, yeah, I think they were rioting even in St. Louis. Of course they were. But they're happy with the normal crime. Speaking of BLM, Black Lives Matter, not to be confused with the Bureau of Land Management. That's what BLM used to stand for, Bureau of Land Management, federal organization that takes away the rights of the landowners in uh, Nevada, Nevada ranchers. BLM, Black Lives Matter, getting reparations. Did you hear about that in Hake News on the J.C. Lee Peterson show today? The far-left females at the skim said New York City is paying up. Earlier this week, the city agreed to pay up to $6 million to more than 300 protesters. And I did the math, also known as math, $20,000 a piece if they pay that full $6 million. Sounds high to uh, the 300 protesters. Maybe some protesters get more than others, don't know, who alleged, they alleged excessive use of force by police. During a racial justice protest. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that cops would use uh, excessive force maybe sometimes. But there's no such thing as a racial justice protest. You're scumbags. <laughs> and suckers. And or suckers, right? Is it, is it cruel to call some dumb, use, young, useful idiot person who was well-meaning a scumbag? Maybe. Maybe they are scumbags still. <laughs> Scumbags can be nice sometimes. Useful idiots. Racial justice protests. I, I was, should have gotten this out. Too. My spittoon. Where's my thing? Anyway, I'm trying to spit, but not actually spit, because this is JLP's studio. I'm, in his, I'm on his network. <laughs> Hopefully I'm representing the network well. In June of 2020, hundreds of people, okay, they're people, gathered in the Bronx to protest George Floyd's quote-unquote murder, which murder with an asterisk. According to class action lawsuit, a class action lawsuit, lawyers, liars, get, get them out of here. Deport the lawyers, followed by the homeless. Just kidding. Sort of. NYPD officers boxed in demonstrators in a controversial tactic known as kettling. K-E-T-T-L-I-N-G. The officers then allegedly beat the protesters with batons and used pepper spray, meaning rioters, agitators. Some of them might not have been rioting. Uh, Pepper spray before, based pepper spray, just kidding, before issuing mass arrests. One of the lawyers, liars, unchristian people probably in the suit, Called the NYPD's actions a premeditated show of force. Uh, cops' jobs are to show force, dummy. Well, he's not dumb, probably. He's a clever liar, lawyer. NYPD said the protests came at a challenging moment that they've, 
and they've changed their practices. Now, it's a the cops are so shortchanged around L.A. and everywhere, I've heard. I'm, gonna, I'm interrupting my story. Yet they rejected Joel Friday, who would have been an excellent cop. And very kind. <laughs> because they don't like independent thinkers. And Joel Friday, whatever you think of him, is an independent thinker. He's, he sees things as he sees them, or doesn't see them. Honest and honest man, an innocent man, if any man has ever been innocent. Besides Jesus, it's Joel Friday. Second most innocent man ever. <laughs> uh. And now the cops are so short-changed, they want to, like, not cover, they would want to not respond to certain crimes. They want to, unarmed, unarmed, Karen Bass is going to, here in L.A., is going to have an unarmed task force or something like that to show up to different types of crimes public urination and different things like that. Pretty soon we're going to be like Hong Kong or or England where the cops don't even have guns and so they're like ducks in a barrel. I know it's supposed to be fish in a barrel, but I call it ducks in a barrel. Just sitting ducks. <laughs> Maybe I'm mixing up my idioms. Sitting ducks in a barrel. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Nobody wants to join the police. A lot of the good cops are leaving, if there are any good cops. Any such thing as a good cop? Um, shout out to the cops. Cops are getting killed. My friend got killed. Remember that? Last, what, April or May or something? Murdered by a white Hispanic gang member. Meaning a Hispanic gang member. Um, now a federal judge is going to, has to approve the proposed settlement, which is set to be one of the largest awarded per person in a mass arrest. Where are the class action lawsuits on behalf of the whites? Remember the whites who were violated by the Black Lives Matter and Antifa and alt-left in Charlottesville, Virginia, or the ones who were violated by the uh, Capitol Police in... Uh, January 6, 2021 A.D. How about those? They don't get their class action lawsuits because lawyers don't stand up for what's right. By and large, they don't. Terrible. I've met several good cops. What the heck, Hake? Says Lady Seesaw. But no man is good. (laughs) That's kind of what I was getting at. And then, you know, people these days, the quality of people is is tough, is bad, is low, including among the police, but it's especially low among the blacks and the whites are on decline, the Hispanics, oh my gosh, Asians, even the Asians. Deus Intra says, arm the homeless, (laughs) with a super chat on Rumble. Another super chat from Asmodor clarifying about, further about the Scots-Irish, Lowland Scots on Odyssey. And Highland Scots are different ethnically as well. Highlanders are Celts or Celts. Boston Celtics or Boston Celtics. Uh, Highlanders are Celts. And Lowland Scots are generally descended from the same Germanic tribes that began the Eng- became the English. Interesting. Interesting stuff. A lot of you guys know about this 
ketosis thing and Atkins diet and stuff like that. I appreciate it. Evil is real says scumbag is, oh gosh. I didn't know that. (laughs) He told me what a scumbag is. I'm not going to say that. Scumbag is a boop. Don't use it on your show. Ah, you poisoned my mind, but I'm already in habit of using that word, and I'm not thinking of... Ah, he gave me another super chat saying the same thing. Again, he double super chatted. Let me know if you want to... You, you gave me the same super chat twice. Let me know if you want a refund on one of those $3 evil is real. <laughs> John WX25 says, Liberal whites cry victim like the blacks. No bigger hate group than the Antifa scumbags. <laughs> you don't say that word. <laughs> Don't say that, kids. When I'm Jesse's VP, vice president, I'm rounding them up and sending them to the Taliban. Well, thank you, uh, John WX25. And let me just double check over here. Man, I'm late in starting this this clip. This is uh, this has been the Hake Report, guys. Hopefully, I'll see you tomorrow. If I don't get pulled off the air, um, this is not Twyla Paris. This is Crystal Lewis. People get ready. Jesus is coming from uh, 1996 album, something like that. Hope you enjoy it, guys. I know I did. Beauty for Ashes. My first exposure to it, though, was college. But I got to end. Thanks, guys, and adios, America. Bye.
There will be a day 